Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Thursday. March 11th, 2021, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him, make an appointment today, 317-849-2933. Wow. And by the way, hey, subscribe or like and ring the bell. Do all that stuff. Subscribe to this podcast, would you? We have a lot of fun putting it together. I'm glad you have a lot of fun listening to it and watching it. Let's talk about the Colts. Colts financially in great shape ranked fourth in the amount of cap space that they have behind three teams that were nowhere near a playoff team last year. The Colts, uh, the cap was set yesterday at $182 million. The Colts have $46.7 million uh, to spend or not spend. They are in uh, wonderful shape, even if they went out and got a guy like Trent Williams, who's going to cost nearly $20 million a year, they would still have more cap room than 15 NFL franchises. That is the kind of good financial shape that Chris Ballard has put the Indianapolis Colts in. They need a wide receiver. They need maybe a tight end. They need uh, an edge rusher or two. They need a left tackle. You got to have a left tackle. If you don't have a left tackle, who are you going to put out there? Will Holden? For goodness sake, nothing against Will Holden, but you can't put him out there at starting left tackle. You've got to find a starting left tackle. And do you want to trust the draft to provide it? Do you want to trust that the 20 general managers who are drafting ahead of you in April are going to allow you to get the left tackle that you covet? I don't think Chris Ballard does, so I think Chris Ballard goes out and checks that box early in free agency despite the fact that he is loath to do that now. The thing that we don't know is exactly what free agent left tackle is going to be out there for the Colts to go get. Maybe Trent Williams, but maybe he signs with the 49ers. We don't know his availability. It's like we would have liked Allen Robinson as an Indianapolis Colt, but Allen Robinson was franchised by the Chicago Bears. He's unavailable, so what are you going to do? Other left tackles are going to be available because 10 teams in the NFL right now are over the salary cap. They are going to have to trim contracts in order to get under. Are they going to want to do several 
mediocre players on their roster, or are they going to do one guy who's maybe aging a little bit and is making a big ticket? We'll find out, and there are not going to be that many teams in the hunt for a lot of these expensive guys, again, because not so many teams have a lot of free agents. Again, the Colts, if they sign a guy, $20 million a year, that would be extraordinary for the Colts. It doesn't happen very often that they do something like that. They would still be in the upper half or close to the upper half of the NFL in cap space. I think they would rank 17th at that point. Colts, great shape, even with the acquisition of Carson Wentz. Um, Maybe you don't go on a spree. Maybe you don't. You know what? Here's what you do. You shop at Nordstrom Rack. You get brand name merchandise at cut rate prices. That's what you do. You, You go out because, like I said, the market is going to be such that not so many teams are able to participate in it. And the Colts are going to be able to go get some low hanging fruit at bargain prices. I love it. We're going to find out exactly what the Colts do in less than a week. Uh, The NFL season, that calendar year, turns over on St. Patrick's Day. You can start talking to free agents on the 15th. That's the tampering date. And uh, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be fascinating. But they got to get a left tackle. You don't want to leave it out there to the draft. You just don't want to do that if you're Chris Ballard. Butler last night with a huge comeback win against Xavier. They hold Xavier scoreless over the last two and a half minutes of the game. They kick that thing into overtime, tied at 59. Chuck Harris, absolutely cold-blooded, as as LaValle Jordan said after the game, hit a couple of threes in the overtime, hit two free throws toward the end of regulation, and another two free throws toward the end of overtime that put uh, Butler first into the overtime and then carried him to that win, 70 to 69. I don't know what Xavier was doing committing that foul at the end of overtime. Butler down one with the ball. Xavier fouls with 3.9 seconds left. Sent Chuck Harris to the line. Harris knocks down the two uh, the two free ones. And all of a sudden, it's Butler going on to the second round of the Big East tournament to face Creighton. I felt sick for Travis Steele. That's awful. Xavier right on the bubble. That loss yesterday may carry them out of the NCAA tournament. Butler, not with much of a chance to get in, but you know what? If you beat Creighton today, then you've got likely the three-seed UConn tomorrow in the Big East tournament, and you've got kind of a shooter's chance to go raise some hell in this thing. I dig it. You survive and advance. You find a way. Bryce Enzi was questionable yesterday, and, and so is Bo Hodges. Both played. Both played well. Hodges played 28 minutes. I think Enzi played 41 minutes in the overtime win for the Bulldogs. I I think it was a cool thing. This team is learning how to play together, function together, and win together. And I dig it. I I love watching Butler basketball. And I was like, as you watched Butler yesterday, you realized that Butler is Butler no matter who coaches and no matter what happens. Laval Jordan's Butler Bulldogs look very, very similar to Chris Holtman's Butler Bulldogs, who looked very, very similar to Brad Stevens' Bulldogs, and back to Todd Licklider, and back to Thad Mata, and back to Barry Collier. It looks like Butler, no matter who coaches and no matter who plays. It was terrific. I love it. Really had a fun time watching that game last night. They were down 14 at halftime, down 16, I think, early in the second half, and I was like, what in the hell is going on? Come on, let's go. And they did. 
Nice. Indiana, they got a shot tonight to extend their season against Rutgers. They've lost twice to Rutgers this year. Uh, the first time they lost um, uh, <clears throat> on January 24th, they lost 74 to 70. And, and that was a game where they were down 14. They caught back to within three, wound up losing that game. Al Durham played well. Al Durham plays pretty well against Rutgers as a rule. He uh, uh, hit some threes in the first game and then went five of seven from beyond the arc in the second game. The second game against Rutgers, that was the last game that Armand Franklin played for Indiana. Uh, in order for Indiana to win, you got to have your guys. I don't know whether Armand Franklin's going to be able to play with that foot slash ankle. I don't know whether Race Thompson's going to be able to play. Both are questionable for tonight. I think Indiana needs both to be able to compete successfully against Steve Peichel's Scarlet Knights, who have Ron Harper Jr. and Geo Baker and, and a bunch of guys. Miles Johnson, let's not forget Miles Johnson. In that last game against Indiana, he was really good. 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 blocks down low. Can't have that if you're Indiana. You can't have... I just don't think it's a good matchup. And that's the way it goes for the Hoosiers. I, I hope they find a way to win this game. It's not often that Indiana plays its best basketball at the Big Ten Tournament. That goes back to when Bob Knight was the coach. Indiana just does not do well in this thing. And uh, tonight... You know what? We'll hope for the best, fear the worst, and then we'll start talking about Archie Miller and and what Indiana is looking ahead to with Archie Miller and without Archie Miller. But let's wait until this season ends. Could end tonight, could end tomorrow, could end Saturday, could end Sunday. You don't know. You, you try to survive in advance. That's the cool thing uh, about this entire weekend. The Big Ten tournament schedule, you've got Michigan State and Maryland at 1130 you have Minnesota and Ohio State. Minnesota, big win last night over Northwestern. They play at 2 o'clock this afternoon. And then Indiana Rutgers at 6.30 and Penn State, Wisconsin at 9 o'clock. Going to be a fascinating weekend. I like, is Duke going to make the tournament? They beat Louisville last night. And they got a chance to kind of squeak their way into this for the umpteenth time in a row. You know, what about Kentucky? What I, This is just a fascinating time of year, and I love it. it. The NFL is rolling right now. they got the best offseason in all of sports. College basketball rolling. Pacers get back at it tomorrow. You've got the Indiana women's team ranked 10th in the country. They get after it in the Big Ten tournament. Also, I think I think it's here at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Uh, the men's tournament down at Lucas Oil Stadium. Just a wonderful time to be alive and be in central Indiana. As I think we kind of edge toward the end of this COVID business, which is keeping us from enjoying these events in person in the number that we're used to. And, and it's going to be great when that thing is finally behind us once and for all, for goodness sake. Um, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? But I'm digging the Colts, where the Colts are at. Right for a playoff team to have the amount of salary cap room that they have, and then to have the draft equity they have, to have Carson Wentz coming in as the quarterback replacing Philip Rivers, who was game last year, and and most of your guys coming back. So I, I think you got to get two guys back. You got to get Xavier Rhodes. You got to get T. Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, and Mo Ali Cox. I think you take care of restricted free agents. I think they're back. But this is a team that comes back almost in total 
your your primary weapons, your your defensive game records. I think you got to get an edge guy. You obviously have to get a left tackle. I think if you check those two boxes, you bring back Xavier Rhodes, I think you're in really good shape if you're Chris Ballard and the Indianapolis Colts to make a significant run toward an extended playoffs scenario, right? Not just one and done. And and I don't want to, you know, with my mouth, write checks that the Colts are going to have to check or going to have to cash. But you know what? This looks like it. we could be entering an era where the Colts are really, really good for a long period of time. We'll see if they can put that together. We'll see if Frank Reich's the coach, right, to put that together. We know what Tony Dungy was able to do. Let's see, first of all, what Carson Wentz is able to do. Second of all, what Frank Reich is able to do with Carson Wentz and the weapons his offense has at its disposal. The defense with Matt Eberflus, I think they got to get better, frankly. You got to get to the quarterback more often, or you're going to continue to expose your cornerbacks. At quarterback, you're going to have to get better to give the edge rush guys some time to get to the quarterback. That's the way it goes in the NFL. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays, like I said. And again, subscribe. Why wouldn't you? It's bright and early, right? Well, not bright, but it's early. Um, David Morrow, happy birthday, Jeffrey Sparks, Elise Clark, Angela Khan, the great Anthony Furlan celebrating a birthday, the great Don Steele celebrating a birthday. One of the really, really good guys. So Don Steele's terrific, man. The work that he's done for the Salvation Army in Central Indiana, just absolutely astounding. Uh, Les Grobstein, a Chicago sports media legend, celebrating a birthday. MJ Feruza, happy birthday, Chad Knight, the great Les Corley. I say, I say, I say, boy. Uh, Darcy Russell, happy birthday. Corey Elliott, happy birthday. Beth Ross, happy birthday. Les Corley did the best Foghorn Leghorn in the history. I, if you needed a replacement for Mel Blanc to do Foghorn Leghorn on Warner Brothers cartoons, the number to call is Les Corley's. Uh, good morning, uh, Charlotte Pats. How are you? Good to hear from you. Um, later today, Inside Indiana Sports, you know what we do. We talk about the Colts. We talk about the Hoosiers. We'll preview the Hoosiers and Rutgers. We'll talk about the Colts and, and what they might look at in free agency at the edge rush position. We talked about Trent Williams yesterday. We'll talk about edge today and what the Colts need to get done in order to put more pressure on the quarterback, which is really where the game is won and lost in the NFL these days. You've got to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and you've got to keep pressure off your quarterbacks. Chris, how you doing this morning? We will uh, we'll talk to you about 4 o'clock this afternoon. Can't wait to do it. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.